0: Welcome to the Diction Police. In this episode, Francois Germain reads the text to Après un rêve, and in our discussion, we focus on what happens to nasal vowels in liaison, the differences between the A nasal and the O nasal, as well as open and closed vowels in French. There are two versions of episode 92 the full video tutorial or the audio version for people who prefer to listen to podcasts while they're out and about don't forget that all of the podcast episodes, Diction Lessons, Diction Tips, and the Tongue Twisters for Singer series are also available at the website under the category Freebies Blog. You can also find our Tongue Exercises video there, with lots of great exercises to strengthen all of the different layers of the tongue. For more information about today's contributor, François Germain, or for the accompanying PDF of this text, which includes an IPA transcription along with the poetic and word-for-word translations, please visit DictionPolice.com. You can also follow the Diction Police on Facebook or Twitter at dictionpolice. The text to A Présent Rêve originally comes from an anonymous Italian poet whose text was translated into French by Romain Bussine. and the original Italian, was also published in the first editions of this song, as it too fit the music. Après un rêve has been arranged for many different instrumental combinations, most notably as a cello solo.
1: Après un rêve Dans un sommeil que charmait ton image Je rêvais le bonheur ardent mirage Tes yeux étaient plus doux,
2: ta voix pure et sonore Tu rayonnais comme un ciel éclairé par l'aurore. Tu m'appelais et je quittais la terre pour m'enfuir avec toi vers la lumière. Les cieux pour nous entr'ouvraient leurs nues,
1: splendeurs inconnues, lueurs divines entrevues. Hélas, hélas, triste réveil des songes, je t'appelle, ô nuit, rends-moi tes mensonges. Reviens, reviens, radieuse, reviens, ô nuit mystérieuse.
0: off talking about the liaison because in the first verse, we have a whole lot of liaisons because they're very grammatically linked together, these phrases.
1: Yes, so, dans un, a uh, preposition in its article, mm-hmm. no problem there. Exactly. Ton image, an article in its noun.
0: And actually, while we're there, when we make a liaison after a nasal vowel, it maintains its nasal quality.
1: Yes, You you say ton, the real nasal vowel, and then you just add the end. Ton image. So this is the only case where you should have an N after a nasal vowel. Exactly. In the spoken language, sometimes you will hear people denasalize that vowel Mm -hmm. uh, in a case of a liaison, but this is not proper lyric diction. It's not ton image, it's ton image.
0: Okay, and now, just to be devil's advocate, in the second line, this is not a liaison, but we have the word for happiness. Bonheur. And there, rather than it being a, a bon... Right, as a b o n would be an an o nasal, a closed mm-hmm. o, we actually open this vowel. This word is itself is an exception, right?
1: Yes, you can consider it an exception if you consider that the word is formed from bon and er, but in this case, it just became one thing and it lost the nasality. So the word is really boner. So the, it is an exception to that. Yeah,
0: word. I just wanted to make sure. I and never point thought that of that, like
1: that. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. So in the third line, back to our liaisons, we have...
1: Now, t'es yeux, an article in its noun, plural, and then t'es yeux the plural noun with its verb. All these are clear cases of liaison. It cannot be t'es yeux yeah. in, in no circumstance.
0: Exactly. But in the second stanza of this text, we have several places where we do not make the liaison, and that's also for grammatical reasons.
1: Yes, so tu m'appelais et je quittais la terre... Instead of tu m'appelais et je quittais la terre, the two clauses are not grammatically connected. So we don't connect the verb to the a. They're two different thoughts, different ideas. And the grammatical link between appeler and a is not strong enough to justify that liaison there.
0: Yeah, so it's basically you did this and I did this, but yes. not you did this while I was doing this.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. les cieux pour nous entrouvrez leur nu, again Nous entre entrouvrer are not the two words that are connected together. Les cieux and entrouvrer work together. Exactly. And pour nous is just the object of this this whole verb subject group. So nous entrouvrer doesn't work. If nous were the subject of the verb entrouvrer, mm-hmm. nous for instance, then you would do the liaison. But in this case, it is not, so you don't do it.
0: Yeah. And this is that's an actual verb that, that gets conjugated exactly like everything else, even with this apostrophe? Yes,
1: don't get flustered by the apostrophe, it's just pretend it's not there. Uh, <laughs> it's just because the word was formed with two other words, the word entre, which is between, mm-hmm. and has a final E at the end of it, and the word ouvrir for open, mm-hmm. and then instead of saying entre ouvrir, which is a little bit, uh, too many vowels in, in a row, uh, it became with over time and with usage, it became entre ouvrir,
0: and then they just put the apostrophe in somewhere just to signal exactly that
1: it, there used to be something there
0: as part of the, the orthography of the language, exactly. But in the last line of this, again, we come back to liaison,
1: yes. Now, splendeur is a straightforward liaison between. The plural noun and its adjective,
0: and this is actually one to watch for because again, this is one of our. It does not fall into our r s r d and r t rule where we would do the liaison with the r.
1: Exactly, this is not a liaison to the r because it's a word in the plural, mm-hmm. and neus revue. Same thing, an adjective in the plural followed by the noun that goes with it. So they're both plural words and strongly related grammatically.
0: Another thing that pops up in this song quite a bit are double consonants. Mm -hmm. And I just want to brush up the concept of double consonants in French because we don't actually double them in the same way that we do in Italian and German, right?
1: No, not at all. There is no difference between the way you pronounce a single consonant or a double consonant in French. You you pronounce the double consonant the same way you pronounce a single consonant. So the the third word of the piece is sommeil.
0: So it's not sommeil. It's not
1: sommeil. What it does, however, is it might affect the vowels that come before. So the, the, the quality of the vowel might be yes. affected. So for vowels that have both a closed and an open version, it will tend to open that vowel. So we will not say somme, we'll say somme mm-hmm. Similarly, we won't say com, but com.
0: Which is actually also something to remember because in Italian is a closed O.
1: Right. And in French, it's an open O.
0: Exactly.
1: A good example of that rule is uh, the word rayonne, which comes from the word rayon. When you only have rayon, that O is a closed nasal O. Right. But when you add the extra N and then AIS to conjugate, that closed O becomes open. Rayonné.
0: Mm-hmm. And if there isn't a closed and open version of the vowel, right. then it doesn't affect the It doesn't change the
1: vowel at all. So m'appeler, quitter, retain their quality.
0: Yeah. When it comes to the last verse, we have a couple of exceptional things. First of all, the word for alas in French. Elas. So there we have to say the S.
1: Yes. Just that S. word. The S is pronounced. Elas, hélas, triste réveil des songes.
0: As we keep working through it, as we get to the end... The one thing we also talk about in French a lot is glides and these semi-consonant, semi-vowels, however you want to call them, like the J-glide. Yes. Which te- tends to happen a lot at the ends of syllables, and it looks like it should happen. Well, it ha- does happen in reviens.
1: Yes, so reviens, we have uh, V-I-E-N-S, and phonetically this is V, J-glide, open nasal reviens. So that I... It's not an E phonetically anymore, Mm -hmm. it's a J-glide phonetically. However, right after revient we have the word radieuse. Normally that word is also a J-glide, radieuse, not radieuse. Mm -hmm. However, if you look at the music, foret actually separates the two sounds. And this is um, a poetic process that in French we call a diérèse. Uh The diérèse is the act of separating a diphthong or a glide and its vowel into two vowels. To make it two two separate
0: syllables, basically. Yes,
1: you make out of one syllable, you make two syllables. So instead of radieuse, we have radieuse. And same thing at the last word of the piece. Instead of mysterieuse, we have mysterieuse. So I, E becomes two vowels. Yeah. And this is a way of emphasizing the word and uh, making it more expressive.
0: It can also happen if a poet is trying to get a certain number of syllables, a certain number of feet into the poem.
1: Yes, also.
0: Mm-hmm. Another thing that happens a lot in French are these, so these vowels that come together. And we get the combination of E, U all over the place in French.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we've, we've already talked about bonheur and yeux, SIEU.
1: Yes. EU can be three things. It can be OE phonetically, O slash phonetically, or Y lowercase Y phonetically.
0: Although it's very seldom U. that it's lowercase it's, Y, right? It's
1: not as common, but you will. You have to know that it's a possibility because it does happen in a very common verb, the verb to have. Mm-hmm. If and the past participle of to have is eu, EU.
0: Okay.
1: eu. In this piece, we have mostly open OE and O slash, mm-hmm. like in Bonheur, that's an open O E mm-hmm. Zieu, it's O slash mm-hmm. O slash
0: And then we're going to get to the reason that I wanted to talk about this, because in this piece we also get U E, we get not only E U we get U E, and we get that the next example of that is
1: L'heure nu. Now, when you have U E instead of E U, it does not work as a combination of vowels anymore It really just works as a vowel followed by a a mark of the feminine. Mm -hmm. In this case, nu, the word is actually nu. You can, and a composer or a poet can decide that that silent schwa will be pronounced, and then it becomes nu, uh, Mm -hmm. but it becomes another syllable. It doesn't combine to create another sound.
0: Yeah, so we get basically the lowercase y and then a schwa.
1: And then a schwa, exactly. Same thing with inconnu, We get the U and then the schwa at the end. Mm -hmm. Just a little side note here to remember that whenever you have this final schwa, it should always be a weaker syllable and a weaker vowel. Don't accent that schwa. Nu. Nu is correct.
0: It falls away.
1: It's almost like a a release of the,
0: the vowel. And just to confuse us even further, we get the word.
1: Lueur.
0: Which is at the end of the second stanza. Mm-hmm. And in this one, we have U and then EU. And it functions that way, right? It exactly. functions as U and then so EU as own syllable.
1: That's exactly right. You, first, you look at the LU combination, which is LU. And then the EU that we talked about already. And that's an OE uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: sound. And it, the, the whole thing becomes LUEUR.
0: Which is two mixed vowels in a row.
1: Two mixed vowels in a row. Now, if we just want to review our mixed vowels quickly, we have three in French.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The OE, the O slash, mm-hmm. and the lowercase Y. Mm-hmm. OE and O slash are related. They're both each other's closed and open versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the U is a little bit on its own.
0: But what there's just to compare this for a second with German, we don't have an open capital Y, right? No,
1: we don't have capital Y. We just have a lowercase Y. It's always a long and it's always a closed vowel.
0: There is also no open capital I. Yes,
1: similarly, the I letter in French, or the I phonetically, is always lowercase, and it's always a very closed E sound.
0: Mm-hmm. And the same thing with the U, then that it'll be also a very closed yes. sound. Yes,
1: and because the U is a combination of an E sound with lips of O, that makes that U a very closed and focused vowel as well.
0: Yeah. And again, with the O slash then, since the O in in French is just as closed as in German, and the E is also just as closed as in German, will the O slash then be a very... Yes, similarly,
1: absolutely. E very closed, O very closed, so therefore the combination of an inside of E with lips of O is also a very focused closed vowel. Ö is really forward. Yeah, And there has to be a clear difference between Ö and Ö, between the OE and the O slash.
0: So for example...
1: So, radieuse and mystérieuse. Mystérieuse is a word that has a lot of really close vowels and they all have to be very close.
0: Exactly. And for the open version?
1: We have a word like splendeur, where the OE is really open.
0: One other word just to point out we have an A nasal and an O nasal right back to back mm-hmm. in the third stanza at the end of the second line.
1: Yeah, the word is mensonge or lies. This is a case where you really have to be clear on your nasal vowels and make sure that the A nasal is really a dark A and the O nasal is really a closed O. So, mensonge. If you're a little bit in between, massage, which we hear, then you don't understand the word.
0: No, it tends to sound like massage Right to me. In talking about double consonants, sometimes opening vowels, François mentioned that some vowels do not have an open or a different counterpart, so I just wanted to elaborate a little on vowel pairing in French. Just starting with the normal A-E-I-O-U order, the first vowel we have is the phonetic A. This is usually a bright A, which looks like a scripted A, but can also be a dark A, which in phonetics looks like a normal hand-printed A. Bright or dark, however, is not open or closed, so A does not have an open counterpart. The letter E does have both an open and a closed version. Here the closed version looks like a printed lowercase E and sounds like E, and the open version looks like the Greek epsilon E. I've worked with some singers who understand this concept backwards, misunderstanding which one needs to be open or closed. When we say open as coaches, we're referring to the space in the back of the mouth. That is, where the tongue is in relationship to the soft palate. So an open E has more space in the back of the mouth than the closed E. It has nothing to do with the shape of the lips or how wide the front of the mouth gets. The letter I, which sounds like e, and is transcribed as the lowercase i, has no open counterpart in French. So although the word in English is quit with an open capital I, in French we have quitté, which remains a closed lowercase i in spite of the double t following it. O's can be both open or closed. The closed version looks just like an O, while the open IPA symbol is a backward C to represent not closing an O. In French, the difference between an open and a closed O is extreme, as we can see by comparing the phrase au with the words sommeil and bonheur. But not all open O's are created equal. In the words sonore and aurore, we have two back-to-back open O's, with the stress on the second one, The thing to remember is that an unstressed vowel will have a slightly different quality than the stressed one. So in this case, you can almost think of the first syllable of these words as being somewhere between an open and closed O sound. The letter U when it stands alone in French has no open version. We talked about this as being phonetically transcribed as the lowercase Y in regards to it being one of the three mixed vowels in French and we see it in this text in the words plus, pur, nu, inconnu, and entrevu. This very closed mixed vowel can also be used as a glide. Then it's represented by an upside-down lowercase h. And this is one of the tougher sounds for foreigners to imitate. In words like mon fuir and nuit, it's very important to form this glide from that lowercase y sound. Otherwise, it just becomes the w glide, nuit, which also exists in French. The only way to spell a pure oo sound, that is, the phonetic lowercase u, is the digraph ou, which again has no open counterpart. The only other open and closed team we have to worry about are the mixed vowels oe and O slash, which we discussed in the interview. In French orthography, these vowels are generally spelled with an EU combination, as we said earlier.
2: Dans un sommeil que charmait ton image Je rêvais le bonheur ardent mirage. Tes yeux étaient plus doux, ta voix pure et sonore. Tu rayonnais comme un ciel éclairé par l'or. Tu m'appelais et je quittais la terre Pour m'enfuir avec toi vers la lumière Les cieux pour nous entrouillent Hélas, triste, réveil des songes, je t'appelle, ô nuit, rends-moi tes mensonges, reviens, reviens, radieuse, reviens,
0: interview with François Germain was conducted by Ellen Rissinger. Translation and phonetic guide by François Germain. This has been the Diction Police Special Diction Unit, a production of Singing Diction, G.B.R.